Hello and welcome back to the Sam Antics Podcast. He's Matt. I'm Sam. He strongly, strongly did not approve of my binge watching of TV over my illness. And I did. And that's just the way it is. What was it? I can't even remember. Uh, it was Married at First Sight Australia. Oh, yes. You need to get in the <laughs> bin immediately. So you're a grown man, Sam Crawford, for goodness sake. Like... But I, I just have to say, no, because uh, one of our dear listeners, Jade, she... Is a woman. She is a woman. Yes. She, I'll notice with the name there. Um, she commented on a poll that I put on my... Um, I did one of those like, ask questions on my Instagram, just saying... I'm bed bound for the next um, week or two. Mm. Give me something to binge watch. And she said, do this. And I was like, yeah, yeah, okay. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll watch that. So, so I did. And my diet, I, I have to say, drama from the off. Just drama constantly. And I'm, I'm here for it. As we know, I love my drama. I, I, I... <laughs> I just feel like I know of people that have watched this program. Yeah. And they're all women. Uh, so I just think it's probably a... a, a Men go on the show as well. audience female type situation here. I'll, I'll play devil's advocate here, Zagora. If you enjoyed it, that's the main thing. It's not my cup of tea and I shan't be watching it. But as long as you enjoyed it, that's the main thing. Yeah, I mean, like as we know, I love drama, and I'm 25 drama episodes in. I'm 25 episodes in, and it's drama filled. So I've been like literally at some points clapping like a child, excited about Christmas. It was, it's just drama. I love it. Anyway, back to the podcast. <laughs> anyway, onto the podcast. Uh, we are on episode number 34. 34. And, uh, indeed, 34. And as always, so Grubber. He is. How the devil have you been this week? Uh, obviously, this week I've been still trying to get over my illness and I started back at work. Um, I had my first ever Easter by myself. Nice. Um, it was pretty uneventful, which is always good for an Easter. Um, what else have I done? Today was my first day back in the office. Uh, it was interesting. Um yeah, you know what else is today, Matt Dyer? Today, today, yeah. I tell you, I tell you who, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> if you wouldn't mind, yeah. I'd just like to, I, I prepared a little something. Okay, yeah, yeah, go on, proceed, <laughs> proceed. <laughs> I completely forgot. <laughs> okay. I'm now going to wish Her Majesty the Queen a happy birthday as I do a dramatic reading of the popular happy birthday song, Happy Birthday. Are you ready for this, Sigur? I can't wait. Okay. <clears throat> happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Your Majesty. Happy birthday to you. There we go, Sagora. Well, it's not just Her Majesty the Queen's birthday today. It's also someone else's birthday, isn't it, Sagora? It is, indeed. It is my father's birthday. But the weirdest thing is, we're wishing my dad a happy birthday. Um, 
Um, and also wishing like my and it was my mum's birthday last week, but neither one of them listened to this podcast. No, that is listen to the podcast. Neither of your parents listen to your international podcast. No, my my old brother and my not sister, but sister do. So it's not your parents, is it? No, my dad did listen to the podcast that I was a guest on, though. And I was like, well, why didn't you listen to mine? And he was like, well, I find that actually really deeply offensive. It's almost <laughs> as if he doesn't like me. No, he does. He, he, he actually does like you. That's the weirdest thing. He, he always says, oh, he, also, he, he's, he still calls you dire. Fuck yeah. How many years are we going back? <laughs> like 10 at least. About 15 years, I think now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, 15. fifteen years. Fifteen years. He's um, yeah, he still calls you dire. Um, so every time like I say to him, oh, yeah, I'm gonna go out for a walk with Matt," he's like, "Oh, okay, yeah, say hi to Dyer for us." Okay. <laughs> anyway, Dyer. We, we won't we won't say his nickname on the podcast. No, you will not. Um, well, I mean, my nickname for him is Dad. So, um, that you know, that's. <laughs> I can't go around calling father. Father, father, what time is dinner? Well, father? you please wish your dear father a happy birthday from Matt Dyer. I will. Uh, I will say to him, happy birthday from Dyer. Anyway, Dyer, <laughs> <laughs> how have you been this week? Oh, we haven't done that bit yet, have we? No. Oh. Uh, I am okay. I over the weekend finished. Building my McLaren Lego. Oh, it was um, a beast as well, my dear. It was. It, it was a. It was a big boy, Sagrava. That's that's what I can say. It didn't a big fit on juicy the, bad boy. It didn't fit on the shelf that I bought for it. Um. But yeah, it's it's down in the family home now, just chilling. And uh, now I'm sad again because I've got no Lego to build. Um, that that is the one downside of Lego. Yeah, yeah that that is indeed. Mm. Um, but yeah, other than that, nothing is happening in my very boring life. You were ill for like a day, weren't you? I don't know when I'm ill, when I'm not anymore. To be honest, it's what COVID. That's the that's this is the after effects of COVID, you know. Yes, the after effects of COVID is still kicking my ass really yep. badly. So if anyone thinks that COVID doesn't exist and it's a government. Yeah. Whatever. Conspiracy. Just yeah. Fuck off. Like honestly, it's you, if it just go away. <laughs> get just, in the bin. <laughs> uh, get in the bin, Figaro, because it's still affecting me. Near on three and a half, four weeks later, mm. and it's awful. And now we're going to pass over to the angriest person I know, Matt Dyer. Please take it away. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Angry Man Reviews. Hey. Uh, That's a clap. I've only I've only got one this week, so on, but it's one okay. that is uh, it's it's a bit controversial. Okay, I am I am ready. I love controversial things. Okay, so I recently so. I obviously went to visit the family in the family home. Yep. And um, we have a convenience store, shall we say, um, mm. 
about literally about 30 steps away from the house. And it's a right. it's a little co-op, Sagrawa. Oh, is this the co-op that you started fighting? This is the co-op I started okay. in the fight, <laughs> fighting, yes. This is that co-op. Okay. Right, okay. Um, now, I wanted to buy some lunch, but I couldn't really decide what I wanted mm. to get. So I thought, I'll tell you what, I'll have a meal deal. You cannot go wrong with a supermarket meal deal. Fair play, yeah. Uh this is this isn't part of the Angry Man reviews, but you can go wrong with a supermarket meal deal because this was fucking awful the one I had, but there we go. Right. Um what did you anyway, have? Well, I had a uh ham and cheese sub thing. Oh, I love them. Uh yeah, but I mean, yeah, you say that, but they always put the cheapest, shittiest ham in. And and um some of them have like the like mayo that just tastes off. But and it's the cheese. The cheese is always sweaty. No one likes a sweaty cheese. This is true. No one likes sweaty cheese. Anyway, this wasn't the angry. <laughs> this wasn't even the angry man reviews, but turning into one. Sweaty cheese is always an angry man right. reviews. <laughs> also, it's gone up to three pounds seventy-five. Unless you have a club card in Tesco's and it's three pounds still. You can't use a club card in co-op because they'll just laugh at you. No, they, they have. They've put in um, these vouchery things though, co-op. Sure anyway, why don't we get on with the Angry Man let's reviews? Let's let's not get let's bogged not get down with who's down. got coupons and who's not. <laughs> coupons. Coupons. What? What? You never said that before. No, I know. I just added a little bit of spice to it. A little bit of spice. Coupons. <laughs> Just to clarify, I do say coupons, but just have to add a little bit of extra spice. Coupons. Let's not get bogged down with coupons and who says coupons. Coupons. Anyway, I, the actual, get back to the actual angry man. Whenever I'm looking at the sandwiches, Mm. the sandwich fillings that I want, the cheese and ham, the chicken and stuffing, the well, I'm a bit picky, so it's mainly those ones. <laughs> yeah, but it's always malted seedy brown bread. Yeah, what the fuck? Why? What should, what should... As a as a British tradition, which the meal deal is, why are all the good fillings fucking seedy brown bread? I don't like seedy brown bread. I I don't I, now I know you eat seedy brown bread. Yeah. Yes. What's the point of it? It's the healthiest. Right. And also it's the most durable because you have the white bread. And you know you know when you get um like an all day breakfast um meal deal. Mm. It all goes soggy. It's a bit grim. But the seedy brown it just holds its own and it adds a little bit of extra je ne sais quoi. It just adds a little bit of extra. I was about to say something really crude, but I'm not. I changed my mind. Um, I don't know. It's just very. It does add something to the meal deal. It's not just a meal deal, just like the the. Um. It does add something to the sandwich. Adds a little bit of texture, a little bit of crunch. What the fuck? Someone's been shot. <laughs> what? What's that? 
That's another one. It's either a car backfiring or someone's getting shot twice. Right, it's all kicking off in Eastley, so go on. Oh. <laughs> so um, I told you um, it's going to be a controversial one. Yeah, um, I mean, I think... Um, I mean, if I'm being completely enough. honest, if I'm being completely honest, we're going down the meal deal route. The sandwiches, obviously, when you walk into certain places like Tesco's, you have almost too many options. Do you know what I mean? There's just, it's too, like in some places, like the, the, the Tesco Express near where I work, it's two full fridges of just main options and people have stood there for and like... I bet- 75% of all those sandwiches are all seedy brown bread. I don't know. I Next time I'm in there, I will do a little head count for you. But You always get the tuna mayo. Oh, God. It's always like oatmeal bread. You know that, like... Mm, yeah, I know yeah. what you mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, If you've got a plain ham or a plain cheese, that will be white bread. But there's never any butter or mayo in it. It's just literally... Yeah, no, but, yeah. Your slice of bread, sweaty cheese, Ugh. or shitty ham, yeah. and then another layer of bread. Where is this, there's no there's no sauce at all mm. with that, is there? So I think do you know what? I think it depends on the place you get your meal deal from, because when you go to Sainsbury's, it's Mainly is just malted. You don't really get any with um get in the bin. That can get you don't get any what you don't get I don't like from memory, obviously, you don't really get any with white bread unless it's like a cheese plowman or something, but who the fuck is getting a cheese plowman? Um Farmers. Yeah, but it's in white bread and it's all soggy because it's white bread. It's not holding up to its own or anything. But everything else is in wholemeal or it's in like seeded. But then you go to Tesco's and it is a lot of brown bread, but there's White, a lot of white bread as well. Um, co-op, I don't generally, I can't speak for co-op because I, I don't, I don't, I don't have a co-op that I'll go in and get a meal deal from. Or if I do, like go into the co-op to get a sandwich, they're all gone anyway because the co-op doesn't really stock many like around me anyway. Mm. Um, but no, you. I think, I think you're right. I think it is mainly just brown bread. And if you don't like brown bread, you're fucked. What are you going to get? A wrap? That's not going to fill you up. What are you going to get? Well, a sub? I'll mm. tell you what I'm going to do. Is I'm going to start a new business. Meal, deal, meal deals are us. Oh, I. And rather than you just taking a sandwich out the fridge, you, mm. you, you, it's like Subway. You can pick your bread. You can yeah. pick your filling. Yeah. You can then pick whichever uh, snack or crisps or chocolate bar mm. you want and mm. then you take your drink it's basically a, a meal deal shop where you can pick which bread you want it on and it's freshly made so it's a basically subway it's basically subway except it's not toasted hello everyone this is editing matt dyer here in the future from when this was recorded um unfortunately we had a minor blip well, I say minor, it was quite major, and we actually lost a minute of audio when we were recording this. So the next section you'll hear was me and Sam jumping into um, some questions that I prepared. The first question was, if you won £120 million Euro million lottery, 
what would you do with the money? And the second question was, if you had just one gallon of petrol, the last gallon of petrol left in the world to drive any car, what would the car be and why? Um, so we're jumping in into the next section here um, as Sam and I are discussing this. I actually asked this in the office. Well, I actually stole it from Top Gear originally. Um, so if you had just one gallon of petrol left in the world, mm. right? What, what would be the car that you went for your final ever drive in and oh, why? Bloody hell. Mm. Um, can, you, can you give your answers to those questions first? Yeah. Give you just what I, think, what I think about it. Hmm. Should we, uh, which one should we go with first? Um, we'll go with go the lottery one. Yeah, the lottery. Okay. okay. Uh, so the first thing I would do, so go up, is I would tender my immediate resignation. Yeah. Yeah. And walk out. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. I would then go to my nearest McLaren dealership. Hey. Okay. Which is, I believe, McLaren London. And I would spec a ridiculous McLaren 765 LT. Mm. Yeah. Um, I would then purchase a nice property down in Dawlish, so go on. Very you know nice where Dawlish area. Is? I, I do know where Dawlish is. Very I nice area. Went on holiday near there once, mm. and we went to Dawlish for the day. And I, I just thought, you know what? This area is so Matt Dyer. It's unbelievable. Mm. Trains going along the sea. There's no like fencing to stop you from yeah. going onto the railway line. You, it's just people don't do it because they're not fucking idiots like you know most yeah. of the UK is. Um, it's just it's a it's just a lovely lovely area. So quite picturesque, isn't it? It's, it's, it's like picturesque. it's like a it's the Cornish countryside. So that's what it is. Yeah, it's very much a you know come to England. This is this is what it is. This is well, it's not really mm. what it is, but this is no. this is like the nicest part of England. <laughs> yeah, um, I would then. I think I think the problem is with that amount of money is you could easily do a lot of things. Yeah, I think you could. Yeah, yeah. But I think I would want to go into some kind of property renovating mm. type business. Yeah, where I buy the property. I tell everybody I'm not very good at manual labor. Um, mm. So I would then tell everybody, like the builders and the decorators and, and stuff Carpenters like that. Carpenters and everyone, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would tell them what to do and then mm. take all the credit at the end and then sell it on for more money. Yeah. Um, I would also buy an apartment in London because I love London. Just actually yeah. stay there, but you can say have an apartment in London. Yeah. Um, I would give my mum stepdad and brother some monies um mm. i would buy special guest glenn a fulham season ticket yeah yes although i think yeah. he already has one but you know buy him, he... an, buy him another one <laughs> just buy him one for <laughs> next year <laughs> buy him one for next year in the premier league say we yeah. or they oh, of course of course league. my dyer we forgot to we forgot to give it a shout out yes congratulations to fulham football club for promotion to the Premier League, and while we're at it, Sokoba, mm. commiserations to oh, Oxford Football Club for being relegated okay, to the Championship. You've not been relegated, have you? 
Give it time. Okay. And uh, we won't talk about Manchester United. The cottages are up. The... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I couldn't resist. I'm sorry. Uh, anyway, yes, back some... to your 120 million win. I would buy some proper podcast equipment, brand new MacBook, mm. proper microphone setup, uh, maybe an office somewhere that has like... A proper studio, a recording studio. A proper recording studio. So I go, well, why not? Put a grand piano in there as well. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty much all I can think of at the moment, I think. Oh, I'd also mm. um, do a like a supermarket sweep style shop at Costco because who yeah. doesn't love Costco? Oh my God. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's about it really. Other than silly little things like buying a proper, like Formula One style simulator. Um, yeah. Sure. You know for the Costco thing, we'd probably get Ryland to, uh, to present that for you. Couldn't we? Oh, I think I'll find someone else. Nothing against Ryland. <laughs> He's a great bloke, but you know, <gasps> If I had that kind of money, I would probably buy the best, i.e. Noel Edmonds, that nice Christian boy. <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> okay, what, uh, was the, what was the other one? Uh, something to the car, wasn't it? Gallon? Yeah, yeah, so this one is if you had one gallon of petrol left in the world that you could take, what would be the car you went for your final drive in and why? You it won't be surprised to know, so it's not a smart car. Oh. And so it couldn't is get a, a smart car. It is, of course, a McLaren. It is a McLaren okay. because, you know. Is it an orange? I, I haven't really thought of the colour, to be honest. Mm. Um, Does, mm. The car would be the McLaren 675 LT Spider. Um, now, this car is a good few years old now. I think it's like five years old. Mm. Um, now, when this car came out, it was the first car in quite a while to actually... You know how when you drive a brand new car off the forecourt, it's, it depreciates? Yeah. Well, the McLaren 675 LT Spider appreciated appreciates, by a, yeah. about £100,000. Damn. Um it's very difficult to describe the car, not having a picture to show people. I know um, what you mean. I know which one you mean, though, I think. Yeah. It's... It, it, in terms... Um, I, it's very difficult to say it. I've never driven a McLaren. Yeah. <laughs> I have, of course, virtually. Mm. Um, but just the way that car apparently handles the speed it can hit, the fact that it's a convertible spider, so... You know, wind in your hair. Um, okay. Just the, it's it's basically you know when you're growing up and you have a dream car, your favorite dream mm. car. Yeah, I didn't really have that, but as a twenty-four-year-old man, mm. I kind of did. Obviously, I didn't have it on my wall, but I have, my dream car was the McLaren six seventy-five LT Spider. Um. And I think I would probably go on a little... Well, I couldn't really go on a tour, could I? Because we've got one gallon left. Uh, well, so yeah, do... well, that's about... What, what's that, like 50 miles? 60 miles? Something like that? Oh, I couldn't even tell you so, because we're in the current petrol 
crisis. Oh, true, yeah. Um, let's, let's say it's 50 miles. 50 miles is a round number. Let's say it's 50 miles. Where would you drop? I mean, 50 miles. You could probably, from where you are, I, Silverstone, couldn't you? Uh, well, that's a good shout. I hadn't thought of that. I could get to Silverstone and try a lap of Silverstone. Mm. Uh, but I generally think I would drive the route from back in the day. Oh, yeah. Ivanhoe Beacon, Ashridge, yeah. past the Bridgewater Arms, Matt Dyer's favourite pub. The best pub. Yep. Um, and I think I would just do that route, really. We, we um, played with the nice Christian boy, Nor Edmonds, in that pub. We, please don't. That sounds so dodgy. We didn't oh, play shit, yeah, no. with we, Noel we played, No, we didn't. We played a Deal or No Deal machine yes, <laughs> that was did. like asking you questions on Deal or No Deal. <laughs> we spent like 20 quid on it. But it's very good. It's very worth yeah. it. Played darts and had a few parts. Anyway, mm. we digress. So you're going to do the old route from back in the day from original Sam Antics YouTube channel. Yeah. And then I'd film it and put it on YouTube, of course. Oh, <laughs> of course, yeah. I mean, you won't have me doing the, the facial expressions and movements in the car. No, well. I have yeah. always got them in photo form. There's... Oh, God, no. And my birthday's coming up. Fuck. Uh... Well, you said um, it's coming up. It's like four no, months away. Yeah, it is like four months away. <laughs> it's, like, it's like me saying, you know, and Christmas is coming up. Christmas is coming. <laughs> um, um, okay, so I need to answer these questions, don't I? Mm. Um, okay, I'll do the car one because oh, that's easy. Um, so you'll know this, Matt Dyer. You, you'll know this from back Am I going to be really, really disheartened and angry at you? I don't think you will. So the car that I would go for is the 1967 Ford Mustang, specifically in red and black. Okay. Um, also, just a quick sidebar on this car, my diet. They are actually reinventing it, all electric. I oh, want to kill myself. Fuck off! Fuck I want to off. shoot myself you in the can't face. Reinvent something that sounded, looked as beautiful yep. as old school Mustangs yep. and say they're reinventing it in electric. Just fuck off. I like, know. Honestly. I know. Honestly, I know. Piss off at it. But anyway, yeah. So I would get the 967 Ford Mustang and I would have an, um, you know, on those, on the gear sticks back then, they had like those um, spherical heads. Yes. And you could unscrew them and screw on. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I would get, I would go classic, like, get an eight ball and put an eight ball screw on <laughs> i'd actually do that just that is the only accessory i would add to that car the rest of it don't touch a thing why don't it you do that after beautiful... you've used all the fuel up this is true when it goes in the museum yeah 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 okay and where would i drive to to be honest down here we've got some lovely country roads um in the forest and i would just go in there i would just go to the forest country roads Go to the go. You can go right down to like the um, the shore, and I would just absolutely love it. But yeah, like just that car is my dream car. Like that car, I'm never ever going to be. It's it's you know you have, as a kid you have those cars you grow up and you you look at it and you think oh one day if I have that car I will be complete. That is my aim. Mm. I realized very quickly. There is no way on earth I'm going to be able to get that car, and especially not in this country because Mustangs are only American drive. Well, um, it's kind of the same with me with the with the McLarens I got, except yeah. 
uh, I am poor and you need to be rich. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I think that car's but... still trading like five years on at like 250, 300,000. Like... Yeah. Yours is, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that'll be, that'll be my, my, dream car and can i just um, say something um, really quickly as well yeah which is car related i didn't know this but the do you know remember <clears throat> sorry the r33 and the r34 nissan skyline yes we're talking fast and furious era. yes yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. they're banned they are banned from america why they are banned from the u.s why because the only ones you can get are import ones yeah and they don't pass apparently some kind of safety thing so top tip if you want to go to the land of freedom yeah. don't yeah because you're not you don't have freedom <laughs> <laughs> anyway sorry carry on um yeah so now the lottery question how much was it it was, it was 120 million wasn't it 120 mil tax free this is the key part okay um I thought while you were talking, I was thinking, and I thought right now, as of right this very second right now, what would I do with it? If it came into my lap right now, what would I do? And here is what I would do. I would spend about two million on a house for me and have it refurbed exactly how I want it. Nice. I would give um, a million to my parents. Um... And say don't this listen is to the podcast. And um, say this is buy a house. Um, retire into the house. Um, and I would do that for my old brother and his family as well with my nephew. Um, I would say here is a million. Go and get the house you want. Um, yeah, just do keep your house obviously that you've got now and, and sell it. Do what you want with it. Like to these people, that's what I would say. Like do what you want with the house you've got now. You can have it as a second home. You can redo it and sell it. You can do whatever you want. But this million I'm giving you right now, go and buy your house in the country. Or if it's worth more than that, tell me and just do it. Um, I would then buy, I would then do the same with you and with Glenn and his family. So give you guys a million and say, go on, buy, buy yourself, um, buy yourself a, the house you want. Um, can I can I buy a, a luxury motorhome which I can fit? You remember they used to slide out. So you oh yeah, the car yeah. actually built in at the bottom. That, that's yes. what I would buy. Yes, I'll give you that. That'd be fine. Um, and Glenn, I would say, yeah, here's a million. Go, um, go nuts. Or oh, actually, no, that's a lie. I'd say, Ash, here's a mill. Go nuts. Um, <laughs> get a house. I would then do exactly what you said um, and get a house to sell because get a house, do it over, sell it. Them. and then keep that going and then develop a bit of a property portfolio um i would obviously learn to drive by a car but um oh, then i would buy a brewery because i want to see my face on some uh on some beer bottles in the future and <laughs> then i would buy two distilleries one for gin and one for whiskey because as we know sam loves his alcohol um now, it can't, now I've, I've, I've written these down, by the way, but now I'm kind of getting into kind of the philanthropic side of what I would do. And I would 
obviously create a trust fund for my my children, my future children. Um, and I would do the same for my nephew. I'd do the same for Ruby, uh, for any other potential kids that you, Maddie, Lando, Ayrton, Lewis. Lando, Lewis, Ayrton, Michael, yeah. Jensen, Dyer. He will have a trust fund set up. Um, yep. And I would I would do that for our children. So our next generation of friends, our friendship group, the next generation of our friendship group, um, and obviously like my family and that, but um, they are set up to live a better life than we did. Mm. Um, I would also create a siphon for, so I'd basically I'd create a bank account. And in that bank account, I would put in about 500 pounds to 1,000 pounds. Um, and I would give each of my friends a card and say, in a break glass scenario, use this. So in turn, so say for example, you, um, for, for example, you are stuck somewhere and the only way for you to get home is to get a taxi from like Milton Keynes. It's um, just, just an idea. So you're stuck in Milton Keynes. The only way for you to get home is to get a taxi, mm. use that, use that card, pay for it, get home. That's my idea for that. Um, I would also invest in, this is sort of a more difficult thing to explain, but I would invest in um, a company that gets people the mental health help that they need. And I would invest in a company that, because this is something I've been toying with for a long time in terms of business ideas, is I would get someone, someone comes in the door or calls up, emails in, um, connects, and they say, I really need mental health help. I need help, but I can't get through to the NHS. I'm on a waiting list of X amount. I can't get through to this. And what I would do is I would put that person in touch with a therapist anywhere around the world that obviously speaks the same language as them. Um, And I would have them speak to that person at some point and and arrange a mutual time between them to get them connected and get them having a conversation and just keep them going and get them started on their journey while they wait for private therapist to become available for them um like find out their financial situation become a point where they can afford a private therapist or um get through the nhs waiting list so they at least have a good amount a good level of help before they get the actual therapy that they need can i uh, ask a question yeah yeah this is i feel like this is like a dragon's den pitch and i would like to offer you some money (laughs) for five percent of the business uh, Madaya, this business will be under the Salma Antics umbrella with special guest Glenn. Oh, is it actually going to be called the Salma Antics? <laughs> um, it'll be part of the Samag group. <laughs> <laughs> the what? Salma Antics, Glenn. <laughs> the Samag. <laughs> the Samag. Oh no, that's that's too close to Smeg. We're going to have to change that. Um... <laughs> Um, but the the one thing I'd also invest um, a considerable amount of money into into businesses, and um, I would I would hire a consultant to go out and, and invest my money for me um, into businesses that I would actually be on the board of and help out and give ideas and consult. Um, but the one thing 
above all else that I would do is I would keep working. I would keep working. I wouldn't, because the problem I would have is I'd have all this money and I'd be really excited and, and running around with it, spending it left, right and center. But what happens when that money dries out? What happens if the businesses go south? What happens if um, the the property idea doesn't come in? And um, yeah, what happens if none of all that, none of that happens? I'd want to keep working. And also what am I going to do other than, because all of that that I've said, that is very hands-off. It's quite a silent investment. You invest in all of those things, but you don't get involved much. So, like with the distilleries, someone else deals with the distilleries, I just have my name on it. The brewery is exactly the same. In terms of businesses, I'm not actually involved. I'm in board making decisions, but I don't, I'm not needed there 24-7. Um, the house... Other people, like you said, other people go in and they source it out. No, none of it would actually need me to be there working during the day. So what would I do for my day? I can't, I would be pretty bored just sat playing on the PlayStation eventually. Um, so I'd keep working. I'd keep going. But I would not focus as much time as I do now, for example, on my career, because I'd have so much else going on that I wouldn't need to. And it would take the pressure off, weirdly. Um, so yeah, that is. Oh, yeah, that you is. really thought about that, so what did you? <laughs> I honestly did. Like, I, I honestly, because like this is the type of question that it comes up quite a lot. It never comes up to like everyone said, oh, "What would you do if you won the lottery?" But I've always said, if I won the lottery, I would do the house thing. The house, the houses. I've always said the car. I always said I'd do. I always said I'd buy like distillery and brewery and stuff. The rest of it and the more business and like getting into the businesses and the ideas and that that's more come recently because obviously like we we've experienced problems where the therapy side of it we've not been able to get involved in and um yeah yeah i just yeah that's I, that is honestly what i would what i do and what i think would be quite important for me to do now, if you are not nutty for the extreme smutty, get to the final three minutes of the podcast. It's now time to cross the bridge of banter, if you will, as we visit our friend Sam Cropper in our section, story time with Sam. Now gather around, everyone. We're back with some story time with Sam. Um, Madai, this, this one I've got for you this week actually like last week, spawned um, its own subcategory sub on Reddit. Like, oh, God, okay, here we go. Um, it actually created a subreddit that's got 6,579 people in it. Um, oh, my God. It's, yeah, so it's obviously not, it's not a big subreddit. It's not a small subreddit. It's just uh, a weird subreddit. So this um, comes from Today I Fucked Up. Um, and this was given the fuck up of the year not safe for work edition oh lord above okay <laughs> here we go hold on um i do have see to... that was on everyone yes yeah, strap in because this is um well as long as it's not strap on <laughs> <laughs> oh god um yeah this is this is it's pretty crass i can't lie um i so the, the this has come from uh 
the username coconut throwaway 69 fantastic and it's titled today i fucked up by to a coconut <laughs> Shit, you not. I was taking a drink. And you just, <laughs> my, my fucking apple and blackcurrant squash has just gone all over my. So you're going to have to give me a second. <coughs> this is why we need to do a video podcast. <laughs> God, could, you re- could you repeat for the ladies and gentlemen, I heard you, the title of this story? <laughs> Today I fucked up. By to a coconut. I don't know why I did that like an advert on TV. <laughs> Hi, I'm Barry Scott. <laughs> oh no. Bang! And you uh, oh, God. I'm already I'm already thinking the second one will need to be recorded, but you crack on, sausage. God, okay. <clears throat> Around eight years back, I lived in northern Mozambique a coastal southern African country with quite a warm climate. My mum at the time was going through a health nut phase and only buying foods she deemed healthy enough. Uh, I've read that exactly as it's been written, so I'm assuming the my mother at the time means he was disowned after this. <laughs> well, yeah. One of, these, one of these was coconuts. She would buy several coconuts a week to use in food from the local market. Anyway, being a horny teenager, I f***ed in regular intervals. Unfortunately, there were some severely stressful examinations coming up for me. And as such, my... I don't want to say that word again. Reached a higher peak than usual, and I was feeling pretty sexually frustrated. One day, I hear that my mother was going to be out for pretty much the entire afternoon. So, horny me decides that it would be a fantastic idea to f*** a coconut. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. Who wakes up in the morning and thinks, oh, I know what will be a fantastic idea. I'm not even going to say it. You crack on, sausage. Yeah, I know what you mean. Oh, come on. (laughs) Um, yeah, no, it's, yeah, who who gets the horn and uh, plans on some fruit? I, yeah. Anyway, um, honestly, to this day, I can't fathom why I thought that it would be a good idea, but my train of thought back then was clearly somewhat clogged. I end up grabbing the coconut drill for, and through 20 minutes of concerted effort, end up creating a hole large enough a hole large enough for me to stick my porker into. <laughs> Can I just ask, what makes you look at things on Reddit and then think, oh, do you know what? I can't wait to tell this on my internationally listened to podcast. The worst part of all of this is, is um, so like the Kevin story in this, I, I, I find like really, really popular posts and then it, yeah, it just, ends up I just want to share with the world um I decide it requires some 
lube and grab the nearest slippery thing, some butter, before shoving it into the coconut. It gets much better, this, does it? What by, by shortly by my meat. <laughs> this might be the most horrific thing you've ever read out on this podcast in all 34 episodes. It gets worse. Um, I... <laughs> I the coconut, and it actually feels pretty damn good. So I shove the coconut under my bed and continue about my day. Oh no, I've just had a, th- I've just had a terrible, terrible thought about Mm-mm. what is going to happen. So go up. <laughs> Carry on, please. For the next week, for the next week, the coconut is my savior. Whenever I want to get off, I simply take it out and f*** it in its delightfully tiny hole. Make it so each time by my by the accumulating volumes of my yes and butter acting as lubricant. It's heaven. Is he clear? Sorry. Yes, he's not emptied it. He's not cleaning this no. out. No, no. Oh my hope! <laughs> now, before I continue, I you best mention this, this is the story. Okay. Um, now, before I continue, I'd best mention that at the time our area was experiencing quite humid, muggy weather, which created <laughs> <laughs> an already existing fly problem. <laughs> Disgustingly fat, bloated flies were commonly found around our house and the exterminators couldn't really do anything because it was a localised area problem that would go away in the winter. About a week and a bit after the initial coconut f*** I had been using it pretty much every day since then, I began to notice a few more flies than usual. I as well. And you fucking disgusting urchin. As well as an odd, unpleasant smell about my room. It must be the coconut, right? So I decide that I'll f*** it once more before I throw it out and get a new one. Worst (laughs) mistake. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. I get a new one. (laughs) Worst mistake I have ever made. Mm. You see... The reason for the increased number of flies was the coconut was evidently, in hindsight, a near-perfect place to lay eggs. (laughs) No! 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 As I the coconut one last time, I begin to feel a strange wriggling sensation. Oh, no. I'm sorry, we are not using this. We can play it to Glenn. Puzzled, I pull my out to discover it is covered in rotten and mouldy butter and and just teeming with tiny fucking maggots. They are wriggling all over my head. <laughs> and some were even trying to force their way up my Oh, this is not. I'm glad I've, I'm glad I've eaten. 
I screamed and threw the coconut against my wall, which made the situation worse by oh, spilling it would have... the contents. We have had many, many a discussion over the many years I've known you, but this is the most horrific, <laughs> making me feel sick thing I've ever, ever heard come out of your mouth. I agree. Um, was one... <laughs> so, what made you, I generally, what made you read this and think, oh, I've got to read this on the podcast? <sighs> I'll get to that. Hang on. There is one sentence left. Hours of vigorous scrubbing, vomiting, and cleaning the remnants were spent reflecting on what the fuck I was doing with my life. Never, never again. Too long to read. Don't f coconuts. <laughs> and if you do, no, 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 no. There is no if. There is no if, but all coconuts, Matt Dyer. Um, can we I, just remember like... what I said at the beginning of this? What did you say? This has led to a subreddit of 6,579 I'm sorry. So, yeah, could you... Would you like to know what this subreddit <laughs> is called? Go on. Coconut f*** lights. <laughs> <laughs> And the picture is the Reddit alien holding a coconut. Oh, for goodness sake. <sighs> but, like, in that subreddit, I flicked through a little bit because I was a little bit scared, um, but more curious. <laughs> I was a little bit scared. <laughs> and it's just people creating fan fiction about Jesus Christ. Can I just say what I thought you was going to... No, actually, no, I'm not going to. Podcast. Carry on. Honestly. I feel sick. <laughs> I do as well. I feel physically I feel sick. like I need to jump in the shower and scrub. I... Like it is... <laughs> <laughs> the worst thing is that it's a hilarious story, but when you actually think about it, I this guy's... Walk... I have to Go walk on. past where the coconuts are in Morrison's every morning, okay? <laughs> I'm going to walk into Morrison's tomorrow. I'm going to look at them and I'm going to projectile vomit in aisle one. This is a staff announcement. Please, can we have a janitor to aisle one, please? That's janitor to aisle one. Thank you. <laughs> the thing that is, is the most confusing for me is this isn't a made-up story. This guy has openly admitted to it. Why? And has spawned a am I the arsehole from this? Because... <laughs> what, what you again? <laughs> no, no, no. Um, he he he's saying like I've actually done this. This is this is what I've done. Um, I, yeah, I don't, why? I'm why? sorry, so like there, there you know some people do pretty wacky weird things when they are feeling that level of yes porn. Yes, but why on earth would you share that with the internet? I mean, he's doing it anonymously as Coconut Throwaway 69. Doesn't matter. I agree. It doesn't matter. 
I think it's still um, out there. Yeah, it is out there, but I think it's just more you. I think he's almost seeking. I don't want to say validation because fucking your fruit is not What's what they're meant for. What's he expecting us to do? Right. Oh, they're there, mate. You know, we've done it. These things. No, these things don't happen. We are not freaks. Yeah. Oh, I feel, honestly, I feel I'm glad I took my sip because. Yeah. This is honestly like. Um... This is the most horrific thing. Yeah. We have done on this podcast, and I think probably ever will. Ever will I think this is this is you have reached the bottom of the barrel of smut. We have we we've hit it. We've dug and dug and dug and we've found it. Um, but yeah, so just listen to what Coconut Throwaway sixty nine said at the end there. Don't f- coconuts. That's um, yeah. That's that's the, the takeaway from this. And also, there are some disgusting humans out there. Men are disgusting. Um, do you have anything else to add, Madara? We'll take your silence as a no. And that is all we've got time for this week. Oh, you're joking. I know, I know. But if next week is too long to wait, Matt Dyer, how can our listeners still get their Sam Antics fix? You can visit our Instagram, which is at Sam Antics. You can also visit our TikTok, which is at Sam Antics. You can visit our Facebook page, which is the Sam Antics Podcast, or you can send us an email to Podcast at gmail.com. And as always, you can go back and listen to our previous episodes. They're not going anywhere. We're not getting rid of them anytime soon. Oh, we might die. No, well, no. They'll be exactly. there. They'll be out forever. Yeah, and you'll be just adding to them and creating this catalogue of crass, crass banter and poor microphone quality and... <laughs> Just general. Has it been any better today? I, I think it has, but you know, only time will tell when uh, our, our listeners, well, listen. Indeed. Anyway, <laughs> that really is all we've got time for. And as always, thank you so so much for your support. Um, both me, me and Matt, we we just appreciate every single last one of you. Um, and if you really want to help us, help us grow this community that we've got and developed at Soundmantics, please share it to just one of your friends. In the meantime, and... I will leave you with another rendition of Happy Birthday. <clears throat> Seed. Happy Birthday to you. Happy Birthday to you. Happy Birthday, Your Royal Highness. Happy birthday to you. And all that's left to say is, we'll chat to you next week. Happy birthday to you. <laughs>